Am I really yelling? Is it loud? It's got like a distorted quality to it. Like it's in the red. That's what it's not good. Is it is it better now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you were like talking through like a fuzz pedal. That's what I <laughs> that's cool. That's really cool. It's a real um, psychedelic episode we got going on today. Very Jack White. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How have you been? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Wait a minute. Hi, Sunil. It's been about a month, I think. We we tend to talk monthly, seems yeah. like. Hi, Laura. Um, Laura, no less. My yes, never, never. <laughs> uh, I was actually going to, I forgot. I was going to go, hey, girlfriend. Does anybody ever say that to you? Ev- you know, Sunil, everyone but you said that to me. <laughs> well... I mean, my mom called me earlier today and she's like, hey, girlfriend. I'm like, no, but for real, does anybody ever? No. <laughs> Nobody greets you like that? I thought like every woman probably had like one friend that's like, hey, girlfriend. I'm trying to think if I know anyone who has said that to me. It I seems mean, like a requirement. This is, you know, coming out of the most period of least social interaction of my <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, true. True. But I'm- think of anyone who said that to me and if okay. they did, it was probably kind of a superficial friend yeah yeah probably probably like a workmate or something yeah or like someone at a comedy show who's being like overly chummy or something maybe yeah or that's just their style where they they hey girlfriend everybody you know yeah, yeah. you know it was ray actually i bet <laughs> it was ray i he used to open every show with hey right? girlfriend and then you would go into your thing yeah. yeah and then he had those t-shirts made that said hey girl <laughs> Yeah. attributed his merch <laughs> why well, can't I remember his last name right now Hollyfield Hollyfield yeah Ray Hollyfield we were talking about the Ray and Laura comedy showcase was that what it's called yes the historic yeah. well it was one of the first in the area right I mean yeah it was I don't know maybe I should be more like yes we were groundbreaking or whatever it was fun i'm glad that we did it It, i really enjoyed it 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 opened opportunities that i never would have had otherwise and uh, ones that i could have probably leveraged further had i had you know more motivation (laughs) motivation what's your motivation right yeah question that is a good question so that's today's topic episode 27 of embrace yourself it's end of september now it's we're almost in the spookiest season of the year um, once again, and we're talking about motivation. So what do you, what do you got? You, you have some, you, I know you, I have some stuff, but it's basically, I did some reading and that's kind of it, but yeah. I have some stuff to talk about. Like what is our motivation for doing this show? I had yeah. multifaceted motivations. Yes. And in fact, I think that's something people overlook a lot is that motivation is almost always multifaceted yeah there aren't very many things at at least that for humans (laughs) that humans do that are motivated purely by one thing right you know like other than like maybe bodily functions (laughs) yeah other than like eating food 
But yeah. not even that. But not even that. Not even that in every case. I mean, yeah. you might be motivated to eat because you're hungry. You also might be motivated because you're bored. Yeah. Motivated because you're stressed out. Right. Or motivated to eat. I'm going to eat this kind of food for these kinds of results or this these kind of foods for this, this kind of results. I don't know. Because you truly don't know when you're going to see food again. I mean, there's just lots of different things that could motivate someone to eat. Yeah. So on um, our last episode, I think. No, we're not. We, it was just in a text between us. You said you had some things because in the animal world, I'm imagining that motivation is much simpler explained in terms of dogs, because. Are they as multifaceted as we are? No, I mean, they're not, I think. And that's one of the reasons why training them is possible. And, and frankly, they're more bald faced in their motivations than we are by a landslide. Yeah. But one thing I found I have found interesting psychologically is that people have a really hard time not seeing dogs motivations as multifaceted like humans. Oh. So what is a dog's motivation, for instance, for going to the bathroom in the house when you're not home? Well, I mean, there could be multiple things. The easiest to me is the dog's bladder was full. Right. right. Well, like that's literally probably the most logical explanation. This yeah. dog's bladder was full. It either didn't get to go to the bathroom before you left, or you've been gone longer than normal, or maybe this dog has a urinary tract infection. I mean, there's other things. Yeah. Typically people will say something to the effect of she was mad because I left her home lo longer than I normally do. My mom would say stuff like that about our family dog. Like, oh, right. he must be mad. Right. Just to just to um little segue. So I sit in my backyard a lot when it's sunshiny outside and just across my fence is an older couple um, that live there and they have like two smaller dogs. One of them is named Jack, I think. And the other one's named Molly, maybe. But, that the old people's names or the dog's names? No, the dog's names. I don't know the old people's names <laughs> at all. I only know the dog's names because this lady, all of a sudden, this wasn't happening before, but all of a sudden she's really into trying to train them and talk to them a lot in the backyard. Like, Jack, no, no, you can't go potty there. You got to go. You're just a lot of just like yelling. And I listen to podcasts out there, just out my phone speaker, you know, at a reasonable volume for it to be audible near me. And yeah. I cannot drown this fucking lady out just yelling at Jack and Molly, just crazy stuff. Like they're not. And I just want to go up to her and be like, hey, lady, they they don't know what you're saying at right. all because they have no basis for this conversation. Um, they don't like that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she's just crazy at this point. Maybe she's got dementia. <coughs> That's probably it. Started abruptly where a lot of old lady talking to these dogs lately. Maybe she's been peer pressured by another old lady that she should yell at her dogs. I Well, the dogs are pretty bad. Well, like, what does that mean? Like, I just mean they bark at everything. Okay. And so is that why she's yelling at them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the people that moved in next to them, because I can see them kitty corner from me. I'm pretty sure that they moved out. I have no I'm just making wild assumptions. I'm guessing they moved out because of those dogs, because the dogs, because I could I knew the woman would come out to go to work every morning. The dogs would like harass her. She would seem scared. And then like, no. like a month later, they were moving out. <laughs>
Yeah. You said these are little dogs. Were they little dogs? Okay. None of this is important. Anyway. No, but they're little yappy dogs. I'm like, I'm going down a little. What were their names? Holly and Mac? Molly and Jack. Oh, okay. That was so close. That was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Old people's names, Holly and Mac with Molly. Yeah, Yeah, Mr. Holly and Mrs. Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Mac Daddy. Anyway, so so people will apply their own like multifaceted motivations to the dog. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it makes sense. We are very like, if I think it, you think it. So it's not a big surprise to me that a lot of people think that about dogs and we see things that way. But, you know, to me, motivation is a really fascinating topic because I mean, what does it mean to be motivated? What does that even mean? Um, Sometimes it just means like, fucking waking up and putting your pants on yeah totally i mean it it can be everything from and i'll applaud that to be like yes get motivated like i took a shower right yeah and really when we use that word motivation just in every talk that's usually what we're talking about is like cheerleading ourselves or rah rah push ahead yeah but literally every single thing that you do is motivated by something well, it's because we need it. Well, we need, well, I mean, that rah-rah cheerle- cheerleader stuff is like, how do you fucking get through it if it's not like, I don't know. Like, so it's, 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 you know, it's like life is so complex that the basic motivators of existing as a person is not enough to get all of the things that you need to get done in a day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just... I got to I got to pee or I got to eat like none of the there's it has to be like this multi-layered like. I got to eat, so I got to do all these other things so that I have money so that I can eat. Yeah. 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 And in fact, money is what we would call a tertiary enforcer. Okay. Basically means that it's something that we do not need. And yet has tremendous value that we trade for other things. So like food would be a primary reinforcer. You need food to survive. Mm-hmm. At least some, you sure. know, yeah. you probably don't need a box of dove bars or whatever, but no, 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 to survive. I do, but you know, but yeah, I mean, like people will say to me, like, well, my dog's not food motivated, which I always find fascinating because I mean, if you just take like two steps back from that, you're like literally everything that's alive is food motivated. My dog loves cash, actually. <laughs> loves just cold, hard cash. I taught my dog make it rain. <laughs> yeah, make it rain. <laughs> but if you're not motivated to eat, what happens? You die. Yeah. And that's no matter what kind of animal you are. Like if you lost your motivation to eat, it would be a serious medical emergency. Well, at least you don't have to go to work anymore. Well, you know, there's upsides to everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm motivated to starve myself to death so that I don't. <laughs> hey, I've been there, like very close to there at various points in my life. Yeah. I've always yeah. found motivation fascinating just because, you know, partly because I'm just like, why do this instead of this? And maybe it's because of being an anxious person. Yeah. I frequently am like very aware of how many choices. Yeah. You know, down to silly things like when I was in late high school and then like my early 20s I would be really all of a sudden just have an anxiety attack thinking like if I left now it might mean that I live to see tomorrow whereas if I leave five minutes from now I'm gonna die 
So I should leave right now. Wow. Or then being like, but what if I think that? And because I think that I panicked and I get my car too fast. And now it's actually, so those kinds of things where like every little thing you do is motivated by something, you know? So the paralysis of like, you know, choice basically can really cause a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And then conflicting motivations, like let's say, let's just talk about my personal life for a second here. Let's just talk about how I was trying to think of a way to swing it this way. I'm just kidding. No, no. So, you know, I, I might've mentioned on a previous episode that my girlfriend had moved in with me. This was back in February and it's now October 1st almost. And she's, she's moving out. Um, Good. It's, it's all positive in the sense that I need my space. I need my house. Mm -hmm. I need no one else's energy um, to influence my energy if I want my energy to be okay. I know what you mean. Like, if I have someone coming home every day that's pissed off about their job and has just, you know, is glum, it makes me feel, and this is my own problem, this is not, I'm not blaming this on anybody, but I feel like I need to help. Mm-hmm. I need to try to make this better. And in lieu of that, I'll just like close off and just be like, I'm going to leave that alone, you know? Um, and anyway, none of that's good and healthy for a relationship. And I think I'm just at the point where I'm like, I can't cohabitate with people. That's not, it's not in my cards, but my motivation for having it happen in the first place, like, yeah, let's move in several motivations. It's COVID time. It's mm-hmm. better to be in our own, whatever you call it, cluster bubble, whatever. Um, and she lived far away. Well, Ypsilanti, not that far away, but inconvenient enough away to where in the far, far land of Ypsilanti. So. Yeah, I mean, you're right there. But I mean, you know, the distance that you live from me is I mean, I don't see you as much. I'm sure I would probably swing by once in a while a little more if you lived a little closer. But, you know, what are you going to do? Wow, that's pretty passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, and uh, another motivation was also to see if I could do it because like it'd been seven years since I lived with anybody and it was in L.A. Mm-hmm. And that was in a very tiny um, studio apartment. So I was just like, well, maybe that was just destined. And I was drinking a lot. So I was just like, maybe that was just destined to fucking fail. So let's give this another shot. But I don't know. I don't know. It could be the combination of people. It could be circumstances it but my most motivation to 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 have it end was to get back to feeling like myself which is probably a very good motivation yeah you know and i think one that most people set aside far too often like well i'll just make sure this is okay and i'm doing this not for my own self but because i'm motivated to try to calm the waters or to not you know, make things more stressful or to avoid talking about this or whatever it is, you know, 
By the way, this episode brought to you by Sunil's Radio Diary. Sunil's Radio Diary. That was, is that what that was? Yeah, we're going to put music behind that that little. Of course I am, because I produce the show. So I'm definitely doing your idea. Um, Thank you. Yes. Definitely going to work hard on that. I'm a sound artist, and I'm. The credit for sound conceptualization will be Laura Wachowski this week. Use that fuzz pedal thing on your voice. if you Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yes, yeah, Neil's a radio diary. I like it. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. So. So in my reading about motivation. They talk about the Maslow comes up again. God, and that's, damn. God damn it. That Maslow is all over the place. Um, <laughs> and then they talk a lot about how there's intrinsic motivation and uh, extrinsic motivation. What mm-hmm. do you know? What do you know about that? So with humans, there's not that much intrinsic motivation other than you said the bodily functions, right? Like something that a human is. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's wrong. That's so wrong. Motivation may be either intrinsic if the activity is desired because it is inherently interesting or enjoyable or extrinsic if the agent's goal is an external reward distinct from the activity. It's, oh, I see. Yeah. So it's like you playing the drums because I, I like to play the drums. You know, you're not yeah. like practicing for a record or anything. No, but if I was, then my motivation would be intrinsic and extrinsic. The yeah. Same. yeah. Would your intrinsic motivation perhaps wane because it's like, oh, I got to do this now. That's very possible. I don't, I mean, I've never really been in that position. I mean, I, the few times that I've recorded music, it has not been like a, oh my God, we got to get it done. You know, a lot of times for playing shows, it was like that for me. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I like the feeling after the show, like when it all went okay. Like the the doing of the show was a nightmare. Totally, totally. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think honestly, I was thinking about motivation in terms of the idea of self care, because I think because of the way we like colloquially talk about motivation, it makes it sound like unless you're doing something extrinsically active, then you're not being motivated you know like oh i just stayed home and watched a movie because i wasn't motivated right yes as opposed to because i was more motivated to recharge than i was to go out knowing that i had x y and z whatever there are plenty of extremely valid and actually healthy good reasons to not do something extroverted um i think it's really it's kind of a, a bummer that so often, you know, like, oh, I didn't do anything. I just was so unmotivated. It's like, oh, well, it also looks like you worked extra hours this week with a yeah. personal crisis, went out more than once because of social functions that you were obligated to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Highly yeah. motivated and in well, a good way. <laughs> well, that shit, it's terrible. Yeah. It's, te- I mean, it's good to, to, delineate that way it's not just the doing of things because that that translates or not translates but has been i think used a lot in the work world yes where it's like you got to grind grind it out you know get get 
stack paper. <laughs> you know, you know how I talk like that? Get cheddar. You know, how I'm, I'm always yeah. talking like that. The motivation, I mean, then they put that more and more in the forefront. Like it's just, it's just to get money. Your motivation is to get money, get money, get more money. Yeah. And everyone's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I mean, we're, that's where we are. We live in capitalist society. Well, like what but else is there? But... Sleeping next to me. Why is he doing that? He's motivated to sleep. Why? Because <laughs> he's tired. <laughs> not because he's lazy or because he's not getting shit done. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about your dog? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> he's sleeping he's not getting shit done though he's recharging his battery so that he can be an asshole tomorrow so okay he, 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 he rises and grinds he does he does, he does. rise quite rises yeah. barks runs outside and barks awesome. seven yep <laughs> yeah, i mean i just i don't i think of motivation a lot partly because of dog training and also because i the whole reason I was ever interested in psychology was like what motivates people to make literally any choice that they make. Okay. Um, yeah. I, just I mean, find- what do you find? It's like, does it, was the answer disappointing? And it was just mostly like, Oh yeah, it was pretty much to get money. Well, why? Okay. But why do you buy one brand of, you know, deodorant over another? That's not to get money. Oh yeah. My boss pays me more. Cause he likes how I smell. No, I don't know. You could tie it back into that. <laughs> A lot of the things we do in order to be quote unquote productive, whether it's something we want to do or not can be yeah, money. I want to get money, yeah. but I just mean in general, like why do, why do you turn left instead of turning right today at this intersection? You know, yeah. yeah. Why do you listen to this radio station over that radio station? <clears throat> what, whatever the case may be. I just yeah. find it really fascinating. And I've, feel like most people think that they could nail their motivations on any decision. If you ask them. Mm. Oh, I know. Yeah. But I just don't think that's true. I think it's one of those situations in which we are overconfident in knowing our motivations. I think they're multifaceted and super entwined with other things and kind of just ripple out. I think so too. I think you're right. I mean, you were just saying that in terms of like COVID plus this, plus this, plus yeah. one, this and, those things all have to kind of fit together in order for the, the decision that we're talking about to be made. I just, yeah. shouldn't put it that way. The decision. The decision. <laughs> I don't refer to this as anything other than the decision. The decision. It's like. That's how we refer to your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I mean, like, I'm, I'm happy for, for her and my relation, my ex, not, not my ex even. I don't even, I don't know the status right now. We're cool. But she's moving out and she's quitting her job because she's miserable and she's uh, hiking the Arizona trail for two months. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. So fine. Great. You know, that's awesome. Um, It's not for me. I, I don't know, but. Sounds dry. More. (laughs) I have no motivation to do that kind of thing. Apparently she's very motivated to hike. Yeah. Yeah. Most people who, who are not motivated to hike don't. Yeah. (laughs) Except me in California, I was, I was often, well, I won't say often, 50% of the time dragged by my girlfriend to go, go hiking. I think that's true for most men with hiking and yoga classes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Probably true. Yeah. Anyway, I thought of something today and it's a phrase that pops in my head a lot. And I guess I hadn't really thought about it, but it is about motivation. And that's um, necessity is the motherhood of invention. Okay. 
Like, I don't know why I think of that a lot, but I do. What does it even mean? It basically means like, if the need is great enough, you will figure it out. You know, so okay. you oh, I see. Okay. Find a solution. You could potentially make something great if only the pressure was there that you had to figure it out. So basically saying the more motivated you are to solve a problem and motivation, again, can come from more than one place. It could be like, I just want to be the one that finds the solution to this. It can also be, a oh, fuck, I'm falling off this cliff. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really depends. So to me, I'm like, oh, that is actually all about motivation. I don't know how much time you have to invent while you're falling off a cliff, but ask a caveman, you know, my <laughs> somebody came up with some kind of like limb catcher because it's, like, of- it's reminding me of like an Acme, like roadrunner coyote cartoon where that's where I get all of my psychology. He's got some kind of invention that, yeah, anyway. Um, but so, yeah, right, exactly. And so here's the thing right now. Everybody is talking, not everybody, two people that I've talked to lately have been talking about, <laughs> you know, everybody. You can extrapolate from two. Talk, talking about, um, like, why, why aren't there more subsidies for, so I don't know if you heard about the UK CO2 shortage. So in the UK, there's a CO2 shortage right now. It's been going on for like a couple of weeks and the CO2 is used for fizzy drinks and like uh, medical equipment, stuff that needs CO2 for like plastic something, refining, whatever. Um, so there's a shortage. And obviously there's a bunch of CO2, excess CO2 in the atmosphere right. that we sh- could be sucking in and using and selling. But it's so expensive to do that, that in the UK for their CO2, the solution of the problem short term was to give subsidies to this fertilizer company because the root cause was that this fertilizer company's waste is CO2. And so they take that CO2 and sell it to all the places that need CO2 in the UK. And it's much cheaper than taking all the CO2 out of the air, packaging it up and selling that. That's very expensive at this point. So you would think that the motivation should be to solve this problem long-term. We know that we have this, all this excess CO2 in the atmosphere. It's there. It's causing a lot of problems. We could be removing it and perhaps selling it, I guess. But so like nothing is happening. I don't even know. There's so many motivations here, but it is still money at the bottom. Mm-hmm. But but a, a couple people told were like, well, why don't we throw subsidies at the companies making the machines that take it out of the atmosphere instead? Mm-hmm. And that's just never going to happen because like they just opened one of those in Iceland. And it's the biggest project of its kind. And every day it is undoing 
like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second's worth of CO2 emitted on that given day. Fantastic. This is where I would do a slow clap if we had time. So the <laughs> we had all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good job, Iceland. <laughs> great job. <laughs> but so the motivations were in the right, good motivations. Yeah. But an unfeasible, really, solution to any of it. Yeah. Any of the CO2 shortage for products, any of the CO2 excess. Because to, to then sell this CO2 that they get, it's like five times more expensive to like get it to the way they need it that the fertilizer company already knows how to do for cheap. Great news. Well, that's the most news I've taken in, in the last few days. So. Is that so? I found it fascinating. I mean, it totally is, but it's also infuriating because yeah. like you said, these are problems that you would think leaders of the world would be motivated to solve and yet they are not i just don't understand that i mean to me it feels very unforgivable and shocking but i'm like oh i guess maybe rich people have just figured out how to live forever and they're sick of pretending that they give a shit about anybody else. or have they just figured out it's all end right like because there's there's like religious motivations here too mm-hmm where people think this is like this, whatever, the like Jesus is coming or whatever, you know, this is all ending in like amazingness for them. This is the Jesus is coming. That's what it's called. The Jesus is coming. Part two. Listen, I didn't go to Sunday school. So this one stars Brendan Fraser. Sunday school? No. Oh, oh. Was there a movie called Jesus is coming? Yeah, starring Brendan Fraser. Look okay. it up. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah um, all right i got nothing but my motivations i guess it's just to feel good yeah i mean if you think about it that's most if like the most base motivations is for people to do things that get them the things they need whether that's resources or pleasure or happiness or you know, thrills, whatever it is. I mean, it's one of the reasons why, like, just going with what you're motivated to do is probably not for the good of society in some cases. And that's probably why society exists at all. But now that we have cool society, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you mean that people didn't go with their, uh, all of their motivations. And that's why we have society. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I was motivated to punch all these children in the face, you know. <laughs> but see, that's just like psych- psychotic. That's not a, there's no motivation there. Well, there is. Uh, you, everything that you do is motivated by something. What is like satisfy some need for them? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm frustrated with this th- thing that's more powerful than me. And so I'm going to take it out on weaklings. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Common thing, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. All I know is that people are completely wrong about what other people's motivations are. And if that wasn't the case, then for all of this fucking pandemic, you wouldn't have people like being like, think of everyone else. Think of more than just yourself. Just because if you look at it, 
that is not something that moves the needle on almost any issue. So no, it doesn't. Doesn't motivate people, and yet that's we very unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate, but it's also like if you want to actually facilitate change, like be honest about what motivates people and try to use that instead of being like, if you were a good person, you'd do this. Yeah, but I mean, it's always like, well, you're going to get a thing then. Then they got to make like a contest for fucking vaccinations. Like you could win a million dollars. Like, really? How come I'm not in that contest? I got my vaccine early, you know? Yes, totally. I mean, basically those kinds of things just create ill will for every person on every side of this. Yeah. I mean, it just sucks. Well, trying to motivate the unmotivatable. I mean, it's like also with like bad students and shit. Like, how do you fucking motivate kids to want to learn this stuff that seems so disconnected from their like everyday existence? Yeah. And honestly, that's the crux of teaching is motivating people to want to learn things that you want them to learn. You know, like you and dogs. Oh, my God. It kind of full circle. Yeah. 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 We we seem to think of it as like a. I don't know, a cop out or like. I don't know, to be like, oh, we could motivate you in a positive way to do the right thing. Or you should just do the right thing, you fucking piece of shit, because it's the right thing to do. You know, we just can't be like, oh, maybe people do need a nudge in the right direction to make the right decision. Instead, we see see moral failing. We think you should just do it because it's the right thing to do. What if I said, hey, okay, so I have a neighbor. I'm pretty sure this is just also Sunil's neighbor gossip episode. episode. I'm pretty sure he had COVID because he was laid up in bed with his windows open, coughing up a storm for like two and a half weeks. Oh, poor guy. And this is a guy um, I talked to over the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, I was already vaccinated and I was like, so. I I was just being pretty forward about it. And I was like, don't do it because I'm I'm saying so, but I would feel more comfortable if you got vaccinated. Wait a minute. This ladder boombox guy or other side of your house? Ladder boombox guy. Okay. Yeah. Other side of the house. Totally cool dude. Got it. Couldn't remember. Um, yeah. Ladder boombox guy. Um, he, um, what was I going to, he, so anyway, I think he didn't get vaccinated. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he needed to read his research. Yes. Yeah, and, mean- at many points when I saw him outside, I just wanted to be like, so how's that research going, you know? <laughs> and and then throughout this, him being sick, I just wanted to shout into his window, like, hey, COVID boy, like, <laughs> are we good? Are you good in there? Like, cause we can hear you from the street. Write those um, lyrics down. That's for our song, Hey, COVID Boy. Okay, yeah. COVID Boy, are you good in there? Because we can hear you from the street. That's good. That's good. I love. I kind of like it a lot. That's Write it down, goddammit. Good lyrics. Well, it's in the episode, so I'll... <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. This is so... What was my point here? I don't know. I don't know what my point was here, but I don't get the motivation behind any of that. Like, 
is it to be I guess it's to like be to think you're smarter than people or something. There's a lot of complexity to it, you know, like vaccine, like um, hesitancy or just denial of it, get uh, denial of getting it. But like, man, I don't know. This show's falling off the rails. I'm getting tired. <laughs> show is firmly on the rails. But yeah. 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 I don't know. I can't say what his motivation is. All I can say is, um, his choice in music is lacking. And I think probably not related to whether or not he had COVID. So no, but I, but I, I think it's emblematic of like bad decisions all around. Like he's got bad tattoos. He doesn't wear a shirt a lot. Yeah. He told me he got duped into getting lawn care service, even though he doesn't fucking need lawn care service. I think get duped into that. I don't, he, he said he, cause he's a salesman and he was like, I felt bad for this other salesman. Oh, that's okay. weird, right? Weird. That's weird motivation. Yep. I'm like, I'm going to throw this salesman a bone because I'm a salesman. I don't know. He's going to end up with a shovel to the back of the head and that guy's going to rob him blind. That's my prediction that that guy's bad. His motivation to be a bad salesman was to just get this guy when his guard was down. I think it's crazy, though, because it's man. It's going to be on forensic files. <laughs> I hope not. I hope he's okay. The episode's going to be called COVID Boy. And then in parentheses, whack to the back of the head. <laughs> it might very well be. I might remember that and type that in. Oh, um, yeah. Anyway, how about we wrap this episode up? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go think of some some good hey COVID boy beats. <laughs> That'd be great. Send them to me. Because really send them to me. Laura and I are starting a band called Cool Society um great it's an idea at the moment it's really more of a, a completely crystallized idea and a fully formed plan in, our, in both of our minds as separate projects like completely crystallized yeah no i mean we've already we already have sent our first single to press so i don't oh, know yeah yeah Email the show. I never tell the email. It's uh, embrace yourself 69420 at gmail.com if you enjoy what we do. And uh, if you want to, I want to say something. Sunil's phone number at gmail. Yeah. All right, Laura. This is, uh, this is interesting and wide, multifaceted, let's say. My favorite. I love yeah. multifaceted shit. Yeah. All, All right. right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.